change is actually one of the toughest things um you know that we have to go through and not just like major changes like even small changes like eating habits you know like our exercising in the morning <laughs> or even like the time you take a bath you know those those things are are difficult sometimes though but um you're right there are people who are already aware right parang ready naman na sila they know about themselves they have what we what we call nga meta awareness that okay this is what i'm doing okay i did the inner work and maybe i'm doing this because during my childhood i was hurt you know the like a lot of people already have that awareness um and the next step like at least in in lighthouse how we do it we have the three a's so we have awareness assessment and then action right so if you're already aware which is most of our most of our therapy sessions are really focused on awareness um the next step is already assessment okay now that you're aware that this is who you are right now the question is do you want to stay or do you want to shift hi i'm denzel dionso and you're listening to shift For the past several years, I've been trying to figure out what wellness is. So I gather people from different walks of life to talk about all things related to wellness, optimizing your body, mind, and spirit. Listen in and join me every Sunday as I try to create conversations that will inspire you to take action with your health and be the most resilient person you can be for yourself and other people. Don't forget to follow and check all of my content on Instagram at bewellwithdenzel. Shift your body, shift your mind, and shift your life. Hey, what's up legends and humans? Welcome to another episode of Shift. This is episode number 5 and for today's episode, we have a very special guest coming in. Her name is Rachel Bonifacio. So she owns a yoga studio in Paranaque and she is also an owner of Lighthouse Wellness which is a psychological counseling and life coaching business. And you know, um this episode right here is a very fitting one in today's time. I don't know about you but I really think that we are experiencing a planetary shift as a humanity overall. And you know, um this pandemic has given us a unique opportunity to go inward. And so a lot of times I think we just go on through our days not being aware enough of where we want to go. And so you know, we might never experience the same thing again in our lifetime. But this is the reason why I feel that this pandemic that we are experiencing right now um is something that we should take advantage in terms of evaluating our lives and reassessing where we want to go so that we can make the right choices in our own lives and it really all boils down to awareness and understanding ourselves even better because a lot of times when we are just going through our days you know um meeting our obligations our responsibilities there's nothing wrong with that but we just lack time in pausing you know taking a rest and 
really understanding our own beliefs, our core values, because these are the questions that are so hard to, act, to, to answer, especially when we just sit down and really think really deep as to um, how, we, how, how we were made of, you know, in terms of our insights and um, how we were actually raised. And so the reason why I want to bring in Rachel is to really open up the discussion with regards to mental health. And to be honest, as a 27-year-old guy, I have struggles in um, advocating mental health, especially in my generation, because a lot of people think that, you know, um, you're practically not fitting in in the society whenever you're uh, talking about mental health because it's something that feels mundane for a lot of people. But for me personally, I think it's a very essential one because when I was in school, when I was a student, we're not really taught how to, um, to deal with difficult situations. And we run through problems, we run through um, setbacks, and challenges in our lives and we're stuck some so most of us are still stuck because you know uh, our emotions get carried away but if we have the right frame of mind we are fully equipped with um you know um learning how to navigate our emotions and our feelings then we can begin to really um open up the the gates when it comes to um really going inward and regaining wellness, not just physically, but also emotionally and mentally. So I think mental health is something that we all should talk about, regardless if you are not, you know, whether whether you don't have any uh, diagnosed mental health issue, you know, even if you're healthy, I feel like we should all try to support one another because, you know, um, whether you like it or not, you know, once we are living this lifetime, we are going to run through challenges and problems. And sometimes we don't have enough time to understand ourselves. And that's where actually problems begin to arise. You know, um, sometimes we don't know. We don't know why we make such decisions, such choices. But underneath those decisions are, you know, um, we can we can somehow get to know ourselves and why we were raised like that in this way and things th things things of that nature so i'm very grateful for rachel for sharing some of her proven tools that she shares with her clients you know i feel like after listening into this episode i gained a lot of tools that are immediately implementable in my own life you know uh things like awareness insights and um how the, the, the number one question that you can ask yourself every day to, to know whether you are in alignment or not. So yeah, um, please don't forget to tag us on your respective social media accounts, especially on Instagram. You can tag us on Instagram at BeWellWithDenzel and at RachBonifacio. So that's R-A-C-H-B-O-N-I-F-A-C-I-O. And when you reach her Instagram, please also follow her. You will also see um, the Instagram pages of Treehouse Yoga and Lighthouse Wellness. And as a bonus, you can also check out the link indicated on the show notes. 
it's a uh, private Facebook group that she organized for lightkeepers. So, you know, uh, whenever, whenever you feel down or whenever you want to support a person that's struggling, that's a safe space to actually talk about mental health. And she shares a lot of memes, um, charts about mental health. So, you know, um, even it's very simple, it's something that you can immediately implement in your own daily life. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please don't forget to follow and share this to your loved ones. All right. So without further ado, let's bring in Rachel Bonifacio. Rachel, very very thankful and grateful to have you here on the show. This is episode number five of Shift. And correct me if I'm wrong, we actually met online in a webinar for courtesy of Treehouse Yoga. Yes. It was all about sleep coaching. And, you know, one thing that really struck me from your work is your passion to help people, support them when it comes to mental health. Because I didn't know that you're also into that. Um, all I knew that you were in the in, into yoga and meditation, and uh, you own the Treehouse Yoga. But essentially, you have this growing group Facebook uh, online group. It's just called the the Lighthouse uh, Yoga, and and then um, so yeah. Basically, I, I just want to ask you this question. I actually want to ask this question towards the end of the show. But um, how can you begin to? to start a conversation, especially now that we're experiencing this big planetary change. You know, um, especially I think people have been struggling, you know, to cope up with such things, especially mentally. How can you like approach this conversation towards a lot of people nowadays? Mm-hmm. Okay, good question. So Denzel, thank you for having me here. Um, yes, you're right. We met at Treehouse for a webinar, which you facilitated. Thank you so much for that. So um, the actually it's Lighthouse Wellness, the, the group that I have, and the group the, the Facebook group is actually Lightkeepers of Lighthouse Wellness. So parang, these are the people who are into mental health conversations, just like what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And and that's precisely one of the ways we start these conversations about mental health. Um, what's nice now kasi is people are already talking about it. Yes. Diba? Like the there's a lot of awareness happening. There's a lot of kahit meme-ish, <laughs> right? People are are talking about uh, mental health memes, even if it's like, you know, humorous or some of them are serious. Um, and then there are a lot of psychologists also who are on, on Instagram and Facebook. And YouTube, of course, has always been there. Um, but Instagram alone is very powerful because they the, a lot of psychologists are posting, you know, snippets, right? Like to educate people on, on certain things. For example, healing the inner child or um, silencing the inner critic, uh, or working on your past, how to manage anxiety and depression, and all of these things. So I think um, in terms of how to start the conversation, I think that's happening already. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Philippines, 
we're actually sort of breaking that stigma na kasi, um, you know, like the generation now, your generation, actually, your generation are very, it's very, they're very vocal when it comes to um, talking about mental health, um, talking about boundaries, um, toxicity, or toxic relations relationships. So parang, it's, it's, it's getting there. Like, but of course, like the older ones are now seeing it as not taboo. Mm-hmm. It's just something that the younger generation is talking, right? is talking about. But it's it's just a topic, a topic of conversation. Normal na siya. Always. Um, yeah. Parang, Go ahead. Why do you think our generation is like quote unquote the millennial is into these things? Okay. Well, because um, we attribute that to the ano, availability of information now, mm-hmm. right? If you look back, like baby boomers or maybe even Gen X, they, they grew up like in, in toxic environments. Like, you know, the war is, a lot of them have PTSD. Um, wait lang, my cat is here on my keyboard. <laughs> All right, so yeah, so, so they talk about, um, they have PTSD, they have um, trauma, they have a lot of trauma. And then the Gen X naman, which is my generation, technically so mga late no actually in the 70s and then the early 80s um actually 1980 and uh they're ano naman they they're the latchkey kids na parang they were left we were left behind by our parents to tend for our, ourselves right so so and lakas ng independence and and so you'll hear these words like um Nung panahon nga namin, ganito, yeah. ba? And, and I'm sure you hear that from older people, diba? Nung panahon nga namin, malang ganyan eh. Panahon namin, pag, pag ganyan kami, ganito yung ganagawa namin. So, you said that because narinig ko na din yan before. I think yeah. during the nine, World War Two at that mm-hmm. stage of that period, so many people are into survival mode eh. Yes, yes. Don't really have that time to, to think about mental health. Exactly. And and yun, wala ring ano, walang conversations about mental health kasi like you know, there's no time for it and that's one. Number two, information is so scar- uh, so so rare, mm-hmm. um scarce rather and um parang you only read about it if you read about journals or read on journals or or um you read uh you know, psychology books. But even then during that time it's not a topic of conversation talaga. And so people are focusing more on abnormal psychology, diba? Yung mga schizophrenia, PTSD. That realization also gave me a lesson kasi when I was growing up, especially during my late, uh, dur- sorry, during my early 20s, uh, I think it's pretty normal to have like conflicts with parents kasi there's this huge gap eh, with generation. Yeah. And, yeah. and I didn't really learn about this until I realized na parang nga, um, dating back to how they were raised before, it was really, you know, um, survival mode. Eh. So, you know, yeah. until I realized that we, if we can come to a common place, like we, we, we can actually show empathy towards each other, then we can start healing the wounds. Yeah. From, from, from their side naman, from the opposite side, maybe they can also be open to mental health conversations, uh, especially for those people or children who are experiencing anxiety or depression. If you can just come in, 
one common ground, diba? It's it's gonna be a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah. Now, kasi the the awareness um is is there mm. um, primarily because we have social media. We're so interconnected now, like right, like you can read um you can read scientific journals, for example, on the internet. Or if not, kahit like the memes, you know, you learn something from these things and then you research further if you're really interested in, um, in the topic, you know, like, so parang now, ah, yun pala yung toxic positivity, ah, ganito pala yung tawag dun, narcissism pala yung ano, ganyan, or ah, meron palang such thing as emotional abuse. So now people are more educated um, in terms of mental health. I think so, yeah, I think that's why you guys are really the proponents for it. I think it all boils down to awareness. Like what you said, yes. really no emotional abuse. What is it all about? Or things like toxic positivity. And since you mentioned that, let's go into that. Yung, the difference between yung toxic positivity versus yung hope. I think you had the chart before you posted in the yeah. group. So can you talk about more on that? Because sometimes I honestly have difficulties in having those conversations with people who are, let's say, not, not necessarily experiencing anxiety or depression, but, you know, just normal struggles in daily life. So yeah, maybe do you have some tips on how you can sort of help people deal with those conversations? Yeah. Um, actually, I love talking about toxic positivity and validation because it's so ingrained in our culture, Kasin, and we don't know it. Like, not a lot of people know about it. Okay, so the innate need of, one of the innates, innate needs of human beings is to be heard and seen, mm-hmm. right? Like, we want, when we say something, for example, in the family, um, we have our parents, we have our mga kamag-anak, uh, and then let's say you have an opinion on something, Right. For example, you physical health. Mm. Right. You're you're into physical health, and and you see someone who's suffering, maybe because hindi siya healthy or kailangan niya mag-exercise, mm. and and you're here, talk like you know like doing all of these physical health stuff, yeah. and and you you start to educate, let's say your cousin or your mom or dad, mm. right. And and then they go like yeah yeah oh signa signa <laughs> so parang ano um ona 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 la puro naman ganyan pwede naman yung hin- ano mag kumain na lang ako or mag vitamins na lang ako kumain na lang ako ng masustansya etc so parang that's that's kind of like not invalidating naman but it's really more of like brushing you off oh na stop talking na parang ganyan right so we all just want to be heard and seen and and be taken seriously when we are serious about something. So um, validation is basically that, mm-hmm. you know, like like telling the person that or making the person feel that what he's saying is valid, mm-hmm. is important, and 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 maybe it's not important to you, but it's important to the other person. So so how do you now make him feel that, right? Now um, in our society, kasi. We're very hierarchical in terms of family, for example, um, or even at work. You'll see it, naman pagka medyo higher level yung yung well the boss. We we really call him boss, sir, ma'am, de ba? So yeah. So so in the family na lang because that's the basic unit of our society. So in the family na lang, um, when you when people start saying na, you know, I I feel depressed. Parang meron na on depression, ma. Right. 
So what's the usual reaction of the parent? Wala lang yun. Oh, di ba? Parang wala lang yun. Maligo ka kasi. <laughs> di ba? So, or maligo ka kasi or magpaaraw ka kasi. Ganyan. So, even if they mean well, the message that the other person is receiving is, you know, what I'm feeling is invalid, incorrect, or it doesn't matter. Like, it's not important. Mm. So, that is toxic positivity. So, now, when do you, um, or how do you practice hope and validation? Or even validation na lang, right? So, the, the best way to do that is to listen. And parang, oh, sige, bakit? Bakit mo nasabing you feel like you have depression? Diba? Parang, it's not normal. <laughs> like, when somebody says, sige, sige, tell me. Hmm. Bakit, bakit mo nasabi na meron kang depression? Bakit mo nasabing meron kang anxiety? Ganyan. Right? And then, so that's already like listening to the person and validating that his experience is important and, and, and maybe valid, right? So, and then the person talks about it. Ganyan. So that's it. That's really very, very simple. Like holding space for that person. Actually, while you were saying that, one book came, came across to my mind, which is the Nonviolent Communication by Dr. Marshall Rosenberg. It's one mm. of, uh, for me, for me, one of the most uh, important books that I've read. Because uh, most people have unmet needs. Eh. Yes. Why when we're angry, for example, we're not really expressing anger. Underneath anger, there's pain, there's fear. Yes. So sometimes, you know, when we see a person, you know, so enraged, it's not that he or she is angry. Maka kasi there's something na wala siyang, hindi na meet yung needs niya. So I think yeah. tama yung sinabi mo na parang if we can show support and validation for people, that would really mean a lot to them. Kasi ang sarap yeah. na parang, oh, my mom or my dad really understands where I'm coming from. So, you know, ang sarap lang. Yeah, that's true. And uh, actually, like, what you said, anger, that's actually a secondary emotion. So, anger can stem from many things. It can be, you know, like what you said, hurt yung tao. Mm. He's feeling pain. Um, either emotionally, sometimes nga, even physically, you know, like, di ba, yung mga, mga tao na may sakit, mm-hmm. di ba, lagi silang galit, mm-hmm. right? Kasi they're feeling something, right? Um, ano pa, it could be loneliness. They don't know how to express loneliness, so they'll, they'll just be angry, mm-hmm. right? Uh, feelings of being treated unfairly, for example, which is usually the cause of, of, you know, rage and anger. Like, they feel that they're treat, they were treated unfairly one point or another. So, yun. So, parang, anger is a secondary emotion. There's a, there's something else behind that anger. And if we can just be, you know, if we can spend time to listen, not just to words, but also, you know, what the, the person is not saying, then maybe we can understand where that person is coming from. So, how can you, as a psychologist and a life coach, cut off the layers because sometimes people have difficulties or struggle with seeing themselves eye to eye in front of a mirror especially if you want Correct. to you know uh parang heal those wounds na. so how do you, how do you know approach it as a psychologist yeah that's a great question um ang dami kasi na parang they want to see a therapist they want to seek counseling they want to seek life coaching but 
but a lot of people are, don't know <laughs> what happens in these sessions, right? Um, so actually, like the approach that we do in Lighthouse is more of dialectical. So talagang talking lang, like friends, you know, like just share with me why you feel like that. And providing that safe space for them to express how they feel, right? And then sometimes, well, actually, most of the time, um, we probe, right? Like, oh, bakit ka nainis kay ganyan? And, and kung nainis ka sa parent mo, what does that make you feel ba? Like, you know, like, do you feel like you're not listened to? Um, did you feel alone? Or did you feel unloved? So parang madami siyang, yes, madami siyang layers, but eventually we get there through probing talaga. Yeah. Like, a sincere interest in the person's story is really important listening not just to respond but you're listening with empathy i think yeah. empathy is one of those important skills that you can have because it takes a lot of patience and yes understanding where is the person coming from so um let's go to the discussion when it uh, in particular for men um mm. i think well in my opinion so many of these conversations are uh, primarily created by women and there's only a couple of men that's open to these things because we want to portray this um, you know alpha male so to speak so you know and based from my experience and based on how I felt before there's for sure there's there are um, wounds or trauma from the past not necessarily like major but then it's very important for us men to to really open up ourselves to to uh, accessing the divine masculine. So, how can you like open the conversation with regards to men? I think it's a different approach. Right? Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, um, that's a that's such an interesting uh, thing that you observe now. Like that. Uh, well, oh, um, it, like in in siguro in the population that we have. Uh, the clientele population that we have, there are more women talaga. Mm. Like about 90% of them are women talaga. Um, why? Because there's also the uh, societal uh, construct that that men should be tough. Mm. You know, men should not cry. Mm. Men should not feel feelings. You know, kung, kung ayaw nila diwag, parang ganyan kind of diba, approach. But interestingly enough, a lot of the psychologists that are studying emotions and um, emotional intelligence, for example, or the science of well-being, they're all men. <laughs> yeah, like like um, see Daniel Goldman, Dr. Daniel Goldman is a is the father, modern father of emotional intelligence. See, um, Dr. Mark Brackett is the founder of the Yale Center for Emotional Intelligence. See, Dr. Richard Davidson, who, who talks about the pillars of and the science of well-being. So these are all guys. <laughs> so parang, these are um, soft topics. Th- these, are not, these are not like abnormal psychology. You know, it's not, um, it's not schizophrenia. It's not PTSD. These are these are guys talking about emotions and well-being and, and how, how to get there. Um, it's just that ang receptive to it would be more women. It looks like, right? It looks like ang receptive to these things are, are women. Um, 
how do you start that conversation? I, well, I guess it still starts with awareness. Um, there's a lot of campaigns going on for uh, for men specifically. Na, well, kasi right now, ano ba yung mga mga nakalitaw na campaigns about like the Me Too campaign, you know, and, and all of these like women, uh, equality, feminist movements, etc. But but for men, there are too, and there are female advocates as well. Na parang you know, men should also feel emotions. You know, it's okay to cry, etc., etc. So, meron naman. Um, it's also a little. Yeah, hindi lang siya masyado uh, labas na labas here. Para siyang Alcoholics Anonymous, for example, here in the Philippines na if you're a guy and you talk about mental health, you're just, you, you know, you're one of a kind. You're weak Kumbaga. or something like di that. Naman, di naman, pero parang, uh, uh, I guess siguro, meron din ganun na societal judgment na parang so, soft, not weak, but, but more on the soft side mm-hmm. of things. But um, it's not... Yun nga yung parang gusto rin namin na sabihin na it, being soft is not bad, mm-hmm. right? Being soft and vulnerable and, and doing inner work, that's actually sexy. Like, you know, because you're, you're, you're working on yourself, mm-hmm. right? And who wouldn't want to be friends with a person who's already working on himself so he's not bleeding into others, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, yun. So, but, but you're right. There is still that societal judgment Siguro that's going on, um, but slowly creeping in. Na it's it's becoming more and more normal. Mm-hmm. You know, just it's just like yoga. When we started yoga, it's all women, <laughs> diba? mm-hmm. It's all women, all female students, ganyan. Pero you know, sometimes it only takes one person to break it. Eh. Mm-hmm. Like one person to advocate. Mm-hmm. Na look, yoga is not just for women. Ganyan. And that's why you have yogis like Dylan Werner or sina Patrick Beach, ganyan, who, who are so visible yeah. on, on Instagram, on social media. Yeah. yeah. So, yun. Sa Treehouse kami, nagkaroon kami ng ganun. Na MMA uh, and basket and, like, and PBA players went to Treehouse and then they posted it. And then all of a sudden, like, guys are like, oh, hindi naman pala pang babae lang yung yoga. <laughs> because parang medyo alpha male sila, di ba? Like, MMA uh, and then PBA parang okay <laughs> sige try ko nga mag yoga ganyan so yun so which is really good it just takes one person uh, to I guess to influence the network I'm very interested with your corporate experience because the uh, yeah sure experience when it comes to the corporate world and most of the listeners that I have usually have had experiences before that they have worked na in a corporate setting. Like, do you think there's any, I, can, I couldn't think of any better term, but let's just say revolution on how people are approaching um, when it comes to human resource and psychology. Um, how, how, let's say when you as a coach, you're approaching a clientele, uh, let's say, let's just, just name it company A. How how do you um, let's say guide them towards having this healthy uh, work environment? Because before, tiba, I think there's this stigma na parang it's my way or the highway. Especially if you're a boss, na parang follow me, everything is everything will be ruled by me. But 
especially nowadays, I think it's kind of changing that the, the dynamics of how work is changing. Yeah. So, there, I, I, am I seeing the observation in the right way? Or maybe, maybe you can talk more about that. Yeah, sure. Um, when I do corporate, um, uh, what's this, interventions, kasi, um, I usually ask them what's going on and how their culture is like. Ganyan. And then depending on the culture, for example, company A, they approach me and, and they would go like, especially ngayon yung pandemic, no? kanan yung mental health talks. They would go like, pwede ka bang mag mental health talks sa company namin? And I'm like, sure. Why don't you tell me about your culture? Like, how is it, how is it like? And then they, they bust out all of these like values, core values, ganyan. And, and, and syempre, parang they always paint the company in a, in a good light, right? But sometimes when you probe some more, like if you were, if, if ikaw, gusto mo ba yung boss mo? Like off the record, do you have problems with your boss, your workload, for example, your um, yung, yung hours of work, etc.? They go like, hindi, actually nga, ano eh, kahit weekend, nagtatrabaho ako. Yep. Diba? That says a lot already. Mm-hmm. And, and then they go like, meron pa bang nagtatrabaho ng weekend apart from you? Oh, oh normal yan sa company namin. Mm-hmm. So, so, when I hear these stories, that's when I know where to tweak my webinar, for example. Um, that's, that's what I harp on. Uh, you know, like you have to create work-life boundaries. <laughs> no, no emails after, let's say, after seven. Uh, you know, no work-related phone calls after ganitong time. Yung mga ganyan. So, that's when I harp on uh, um, mental health and work-life boundaries. So, yeah, now it's happening. There is a revolution, but it's really slow. Mm-hmm. It's really slow. There are only a few companies who are really taking it to heart. Because why? Like the Mental Health Act that was just passed a couple of years ago. Well, that requires um, each company to actually have one licensed psychologist, mm-hmm. right, in-house. Um, and also to have, you know, parang learning opportunities in terms of mental health. Pero parang this year palang talaga, 2020 palang talaga yun, um, effective. So, some companies did it earlier, way earlier. Now, no audits naman kasi before, eh. but this year, I think they're, they're going to start auditing. DOH is going to start auditing um, companies if they had like mental health webinars. Ganyan. So, you know, a lot of companies are just doing these things for compliance purposes. Diba? Like parang kailangan meron tayong wellness program. So yan, that's why they, they would contact mga yoga teachers na, oh sige, yoga kayo or Zumba kayo. Diba? So some, some of these things are just compliant for compliance. Right? But there are also companies who are, you know, yun nga, taking it to heart and are really, really parang, oo nga, kailangan natin ng mental health in the workplace. Oo nga, kailangan natin ng physical wellness in the workplace. Meron din naman. In a, in a corporate world, especially to say, for, for example, a company hires you to become their licensed psychologist. How do you now measure the success of the company now that they have hired you as their psychologist? Hindi siya, ano, hindi siya parang straightforward. It's really integrated in so many things. For example, it's integrated in employee engagement. 
mm-hmm. right? So one of the one of the metrics of employee engagement is re- retention. So if if people are staying in the company because they actually like the company, uh, the, which means that they like their job, they like their pay their pay grade, um, they like their boss, so many other factors, then then that's probably one of the metrics that you can say na, ah, okay, emotionally sound or mentally sound yung mga tao dito sa company na to. So, um, si Gallup from Singapore, Gallup uh, has the emo- uh, employee engagement survey that they conduct uh, for companies every year. So, that they're actually the ones that um, companies hire to check on employee engagement. And employee engagement usually naman translate into um, the ability of the company to help their their employees in various aspects. Mm-hmm. So if you if your company has high employee engagement, then it generally translates to ah okay. So our our employees are mentally sound, emotionally sound, um, and they are satisfied with how the company is running. Um, you know their employees. <laughs> Or workforce. So do you have tips, uh, especially for those employees who want to sit down with their bosses or the management and talk about, let's say, or maybe just have a 360 evaluation? This mm. is, a lot of employees have this fear of sitting in front of their bosses and talking about their struggles. Do you yeah. have practical tips on maybe you can share with the listeners? How can they spark a conversation? with their bosses so they can actually you know somehow compromise and get to a common place yeah so actually uh, that's tough no like um because the approach that i get uh, or that i would deploy like in companies when where you know they, they, they want to focus more on um being open about talking with each other so that means subordinates can talk to their immediate supervisor and vice versa um one of them is uh sorry interpersonal effectiveness but you can't teach interpersonal effectiveness just sa mga employees you know like the the staff and the officers but you have to teach them to the higher ups first bakit kasi Oh, sige, magaling mag-communicate si, ano, si employee, right? So, okay, I know pers- interpersonal effectiveness, I know how to communicate, etc. But yung kausap nila is not open to it. The immediate supervisor is not ready for it. Or that immediate supervisor may not be that type of person, right? Then walang mangyayari, right? So, um, one, of the, one of the qualities of a leader is humility, Diba? And if you are a true leader, and um, you know you you get you if you're a true leader, you should have like awareness. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, this is my communication style. Is this toxic or is this not toxic? You should have that um, ability to assess yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yourself. So, um, yun yai parang it's one of the pillars of well-being shared by um, Dr. Richard Davidson na awareness is really key. Right? So, and there's, that's, this, you might like this. Uh, this is what he calls meta-awareness. Uh, meta-awareness is awareness of awareness. Okay. Right? So, you know what your mind is doing. For example, you start to yell at a subordinate. 
and then you you see yourself you kind of like detach yourself na oh my god i'm yelling at my subordinate why am i yelling at my subordinate ah kasi napagalitan din ako ng boss ko so it's ano pala to parang displacement i'm just you know passing on the anger ganyan or the hurt so that's meta awareness now if you're a leader and you don't have that then it's going to be difficult for your people right now if you are an employee and you want to talk to your boss about it then that's really a bit challenging talaga right and that's where um sometimes the company counselor or or psychologist comes in mm-hmm. so now if you have let's say issues about work ganyan you co- you go to a counselor you go to a psychologist and you talk about it with that person instead of your boss um and then of course the skills that are going to be taught to you is how to manage yourself rather than how to change your boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, makes sense. So, you talked about awareness kanina. And, you know, for example, a person has the, the right awareness. They have gained enough awareness to, to actually move forward. But they're struggling with change. And a lot of times, even myself, you know, it's really hard to change it because we have ingrained habits and, you know, thoughts, ideas that were passed on to us. Mm-hmm. Well, how how do you walk through a person to 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 change um especially when it comes to not just in a corporate setting but you know in in real life yeah yeah mm-hmm. change is actually one of the toughest things um you know that we have to go through and not just like major changes like even small changes like eating habits you know like our exercising in the morning <laughs> or even like the time you take a bath you know those those things are are difficult sometimes though but um you're right there are people who are already aware right parang ready naman na sila they know about themselves they have what we what we call nga meta awareness that okay this is what i'm doing okay i did the inner work and maybe i'm doing this because during my childhood i was hurt you know diba like a lot of people already have that awareness um and the next step like at least in in lighthouse how we do it we have the three a's so we have awareness assessment and then action right so if you're already aware which is most of our most of our therapy sessions are really focused on awareness um the next step is re- already assessment okay now that you're aware that this is who you are right now the question is do you want to stay or do you want to shift mm. right you want to stay as you are or do you want to shift into the person you're being you know like or you want to become and then and then there's really no right or wrong answer there right so some people would you know decide to stay why is it why do you think mm, well i can say yun yung they think that it's right they think that you know it's it's comfortable already like and and shifting right changing is hard work kasi yung next step non action eh <laughs> right and and that's that's already on their end labas na ako doon i'm just going to be like guiding you on what to do uh, processing what you did for the week etc pero yung yung wanting to to change the willingness to change that's hard yeah. and not everyone is ready for that some some people just want to be aware of who they are um the only danger i would say in terms of awareness is para siyang nagiging self-fulfilling prophecy or parang nagiging um that's who i am and it becomes an excuse right yeah 
especially people who who go to um, psychologists or psychiatrists agad and don't go through counseling mm. and and um, and then somebody says labels them like oh ikaw ano ka kasi bipolar one ka kasi kaya ka ganyan mm. so if some people would hear that they go like ah okay now i i can justify my actions i can be manic depressive because bipolar one ako eh wala akong magagawa diyan ganun so yun yung nagiging problema talaga kasi yun yung mahirap eh yung sinabi mo na ano yung the most common saying that I hear is, this is who I am. Ito ako eh. Parang, that's why I think it's a double-edged sword. Well, yeah. number one, yes, uh, it's important to own who you are. But at the same time, it doesn't mean that you're not open to change. Right. I think right. it's one thing that I think people struggle with. And, you know, I myself have had experiences before na parang, you know, I have to be open to change. Because if I just tell myself na ako to eh, parang so does that mean na parang you're comfortable na and you settle with the 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 parang being uh ano to yung mediocre ba yun? So sometimes yeah, it's really it takes a lot of hard work. Yeah, yeah. The, when when sometimes like when when people would you know we're done with the awareness part, and then I hear them. You know, reason out to me na, hindi, hindi ko na ginawa yan. Kasi ganito ako eh. Ganyan. Diba? Right? Ganito ako eh. Dapat tanggapin na lang nila ako like, for who I am. When I hear that, I, I challenge them. Do you like who you are? Because if they, if they say yes, then there's nothing for us to talk about. Okay. Right? Then you can just stay as you are. And you like it, that works for you, then great. Right? Tapos na tayo. But if you say na, uh, arang may problema ka or feeling mo ikaw yung mali. So again, the humility aspect comes in. Um, also, the willingness to change or improve relationships, right? Like your relationship with your parents or your siblings or whoever, right? Then, then that's where mm-hmm. I can help you. But if you say that, you know, yeah, gusto ganto lang ako and I like who I am. If they if they can't accept me for who I am, they diwag. Okay, then there's nothing for us to talk about. <laughs> and from a very honest um, standpoint, you're just putting a mask on, diba? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's one of the pillars of well-being too, which is called insight. So, parang um, sabi ni Dr. Richard Davidson. So you have awareness, diba? You have awareness. So you're aware na of who you are. Now, one of one of the other um, dimensions of well-being would be insight. Like, insight to your self-narrative, your own beliefs, your own values, and your principles, the set of thoughts that make you who you are. Na, yun na, ito si Rachel. And I want to box myself in this, right? If that's your insight, um, and, you know, like, you don't think you need to change, and you're okay with that, then that's that's okay, Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, do you think pain is a teacher? I think yes. I think pain is a teacher. I've gone through so much pain mm-hmm. in my life, and and I think that if I didn't, I wouldn't be here right now. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, do you have any practical tools that you can share with people, or maybe your own 
daily routine when it comes to supporting in your own mental health? Maybe that's mm. healing or whatever. Do you have? Oh, yeah. There's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot. Um, personally, my favorites would be um, number one is to take a shower before 10. Okay. Right. Like, so, depende. Like, kasi ako, I don't have naman a, a set schedule, right? Like, most of my counseling sessions happen in the afternoon and I schedule it that way because I, I still have homeschooling from, from 10 to 12. So, it depends on your schedule. So, parang um, one of the first aids in, uh, first aid actions in mental health is really a shower, right? So, hygiene, mm. shower, eat, and sleep. Mm. So, yeah. So if you look at, um, if you ask why, why, why those three, right? They affect because so many things, right? Mm-hmm. One thing, for example, sleep, um, nutrition, and also taking a shower. They affect your neurotransmitters. They affect your hormones. They they balance you out, right? If you are someone who's only had like two hours of sleep. Pero yung nutrition mo okay naman, nag-shower ka rin naman sa umaga, right? Most likely, you'd still be a little off during the day. Pwede rin naman, nakatulog ka ng 7 hours, 8 hours last night, you took a shower, and and yet gutom ka. Mm-hmm. It's also going to throw you off the rest of the day. And then, of course, the shower naman kasi, it's, it's actually a first aid in, in dialectical behavior therapy, which most we, which we mostly use mm-hmm. um, when you are feeling low, right? No low mood ka, or you're you're feeling naman um, heightened emotions like anxiety or or panic. Ganyan. A shower actually helps. Cold shower to be specific, because it boosts your serotonin levels. Mm-hmm. So it kind of like gives you that pump of energy. And balances you out a little bit. Ano na eh, mga heat contrast, ice and heat contrast, and yeah. some of these tools that because it's been shown to really help um, increase the level of um, yung mga happy hormones natin. Yeah, in terms of like for example, feelings of you know being overwhelmed or anxiety or panic attacks, because hmm. um, the brain is getting flooded with all of these information, right? Parang, parang biglang, oh my God, there's so much I need to do. Ganyan, ganyan. And there's, you know, yun nga, parang feelings of overwhelm. Sometimes there's no reason. You just feel overwhelmed, right? And um, one of the things that you can do to help yourself is to change the temperature of your body. So yes, heat or ice. Yeah. Um, like you can put a heat pack on. Talagang mainit to the point na nadidistract yung brain mo because you're focusing on the heat, mm-hmm. right? And it's the same effect kapag cold naman. So, um, some of my clients who have anxiety, they would text me na parang, oh my God, I'm feeling nervous. I don't know why. Ganyan. Get an ice pack, put it on your face. Oh. Right? So, ganyan. Or put it sa batok mo. So, they get, they calm down because of it. Do you have, so this is my last question. Do you have any um, or let, let's say a, a set of questions or maybe just one to three questions that you can share with the listeners on how they can check in with, their, with themselves every now and then. Or maybe just one question that you want to impart to the listeners. What is that question that you can tell yourself or ask yourself day in and day out? 
just to make mm. right frame of mind. Wow, just if if there is just one question, that's kind of tough. Pero sige, uh, I'm up for that challenge. Siguro ano? Um, siguro which dimension in your life do you feel unbalanced right now? Mm. Yon. Because okay. when when people come to me and they don't know. I don't know why I'm feeling down. Mm. Right? Basta, I just feel lonely, I feel sad, I feel down. Right? What I do is, I ask specifically that question. Right? Like, what, which part of your life, what they mentioned in your life, um, do you feel is the most unbalanced? And then they go like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yan, mag-iisa-isa na ako. Mm. Okay, so how's your physical wellness? Okay. How's your financial wellness? Isa-isa na yan. So, um, usually ask them to rate themselves. So, from one being the lowest, you know, or the most unhealthy, yeah. um, and then ten being the highest or the most healthy. Like, parang, it's the best, best situation they can be in. So, yeah, na, like, I tally them. Like, for example, physical wellness, Denzel, how would you rate yourself in terms of physical wellness? Mm-hmm. And then you can say like, maybe I'm an eight. Okay, good. Right? Isa-isa yan. And then pagdating ng monetary, financial wellness, um, emotional wellness, how do you feel? Ganyan. Um, uh, mental or intellectual wellness, how would you rate yourself? So isa-isa yan. And then we, when I look at it, I focus on the top three with the lowest scores. And then I, I tell them, okay, why... Um, you rated, let's say, financial wellness, you rated at the 3 out of 10. Um, intellectual wellness, you rated the 4 out of 10. And then your relationships or romantic relationships, uh, you rated as a 5 out of 10. Mm. So, Denzel, which one would you like to focus on today? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that's very valuable to the listeners. Thank you so much. Yeah, you can see that framework sa website namin, lighthousewellnessph.com. I'll make sure to to uh, to drop in the links in the show notes so that yeah. people can visit the website and as well the Facebook group if they want to join. Yes, yes, yes. So Rachel, do you have any um, last few messages or do you want to plug in any of your current projects or any anything you want to share to the listeners? Go ahead. Um... Anything, ano ba? <laughs> What's going on? There's so many things going on. But yeah, like um, right now, we still have, uh, in terms of physical and, and mental wellness or even spiritual wellness, we still have Treehouse Yoga online. Mm-hmm. We're still uh, providing classes. Um, we also have teachers in Treehouse who are uh, who we're supporting and also promoting, who are handli- handling their own brands and their own classes already. So we're going to have that up by mid this month, Siguro, or towards, towards the end of the month. Uh, so we still have that. We were the ones who started it in the pandemic. Like, parang when, uh, when we announced that, you know, when, when the government announced that there's going to be a lockdown in March 15, March 16, we already started Zoom classes. So it was quick. Um, and then we also have Lighthouse Wellness. Uh, we provide psychological counseling. We provide coaching, life coaching. So what's the friends counseling would be like what's happening right now at this point. Um, when, when we talk about psychological counseling, um, it could be looking at your past to understand your present. Mm-hmm. And then when we talk about coaching, it's 
looking at your present and how you can get to the future, right? So, yun, um, we provide that. We also do corporate webinars still. Um, what else do we do? Oh, sometimes we do, we have uh, mga uh, sessions like this, Zoom sessions. Um, we don't post it on Facebook or YouTube. So it's really like an intimate uh, Zoom session for those who want to register. Uh, at the moment, we don't have any lined up yet. Okay, and then uh, I think that's it. And then if you want to join the Lighthouse Wellness group, it's it's on the Facebook page. It's called Lightkeepers of Lighthouse Wellness. And we post a lot of content there that will help you with the awareness bit, right? So if you can cannot afford or don't have time for counseling, it's it's really a good resource page. And I think it's a safe space for people to just share and bounce ideas, you know. Yes, yes. And I think you've seen that happen many times on that page. 100 plus members. So I think when you're an outsider and then you see that there's a lot of people participating and engaging, it makes you feel comfortable to also share your insights and ideas. So it's a good, yeah. good community. So, yeah. how about your Instagram handles? Uh, Instagram, um, Insta- well, Treehouse is on Instagram, Treehouse Yoga PH, and then Lighthouse is also on Instagram, Lighthouse Wellness PH. Lighthouse is not as, as active on Instagram as it is on Facebook, so we're actually more engaging in Facebook than Instagram, right? Um, for me, I have an account, like, it's it's Rach Bonifacio um, on Instagram. Yeah. All right, Rachel, thank you so much again. Grateful to have you in Shift episode number five. And thank you for having me. Love and blessings your way. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Thank you so much. Alright everyone, hope you guys love that episode with Rachel Bonifacio as much as I did. You know, there's a lot of tools that you can use in your own life and I'm very grateful for Rachel. She's very, very generous in her sharing. And, you know, um, I deeply resonate with her message, especially the meta-awareness, which is the awareness of the awareness. And this is the first time I've heard of that, to be honest, but, you know, I think in, with regards to change, awareness is the first step, you know. We cannot talk about change if you're not aware of yourself and your surroundings. And, you know, when we talk about any transformation, whether that's physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, it all starts with awareness. And with awareness, you're not trying to judge yourself. It's just really being objective. We're not trying to make any judgments or emotions out of it. It's just basically like watching a movie without trying to display feelings about it. So that's awareness. And, you know, um, I also resonated with her uh, practical tools such as the contrast, like the ice and heat, which is something that I'm really digging deep the past few weeks it's essentially a new science. Um, there's not a lot of uh, proven science out there yet, but I do feel that it's something that people can use to really up their mood, to to release some of these happy hormones and um, regulate their emotions. So whether that's taking a hot shower, 
um, submerging herself with ice, you know, um, like what she said, like putting a, like a very cold, um, like a pillow on top of your forehead. That's something that you can also do. And things like sleep, you know, I've also been an advocate of sleep. So things like these can actually help your mental health. So, you know, I think just for me, it all starts with physical. If you eat well, you, you prioritize your sleep and you also uh, prioritize your uh, personal hygiene, then you're on the right path. And you don't have to be diagnosed with mental health issue. You don't have to become, you know, clinically depressed or have anxiety. You know, I think we have obligation. Everyone should have the obligation to take care of their mental health. Because, you know, we have this unique and um, we're all blessed with this body. Um, it's taking care of us 24-7, 365. So... I personally feel that we should give back every single time we're given an opportunity to give back to our bodies, to eat healthy, to move, to take time to rest, to pause, to be silent and just enjoy the, the mere presence of where we are and you know the awareness of what is and not trying to make an analysis or, uh, of, our, of our past or the future. So... You know, um, things like empathy, um, listening. These are the tools that are very, very important. And I've been, it really takes a lot of hard work because, you know, we can talk all day about these things. But if you're not doing your best to apply it in your own life, then it's pretty much useless. So if there's one major takeaway that you can ask yourself after listening into this episode, I encourage you to write it down on a piece of paper. Just one thing. Just one thing, you know. It doesn't have to be that complicated. You know, um, just write it down so that you can actually uh, get a deeper understanding of where you are coming from. And when you write it down, it's much more powerful. And um, it's gonna last longer. And you will keep reminding yourself of that. So, I hope you guys love this episode of Rachel Bonifacio. I'm really grateful for for her for sharing her insights and I'm really excited to really bring you some more incredible guests lined up so in next week's episode we have Dr. Francis de Malanta uh, we're going to talk about childhood uh, behavioral um and all of these um because I'm really interested in parenting as well so how children grow and how their minds grow so that's really really interesting so don't forget to follow subscribe and share this episode share it to your instagram accounts at rach bonifacio and at be well with denzel hope you guys have a happy weekend uh, enjoy the rest of the week and take care sending lots of love and blessings your way